every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055theking.com and the Boss Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show, going to St. Louis, Missouri, to Harris University, State University here with me. Coach Michael Cook here with me on the Boss Man Show. You see him with his nice shirt on the background. Coach, I know you're grinding, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Our guys are on campus. Uh, we're doing some lifting and conditioning and just trying to – we're doing a lot of community service right now, just trying to get our name out in St. Louis and the areas and trying to just build that brand. It's all about branding what we do and how we're trying to uh, – help the uh, Harrisville State University uh, athletic department grow, continue to grow. And, and, and Coach, Cooper, man, um, what's been the biggest difference for, for you going from year one to year two here in, in Harrisville? I know how it when we take over something, you really don't know, know the lay, lay the land until you get there. So how has it been going from year one heading to year two now? You know, year one was about just getting out, knowing everybody, getting out of the community, meeting, you know, you got to kiss some babies, shake those hands, it's politicking. Uh, but uh, we had a uh, we ended up we finished last year with a newcomer of the year. Uh, we had four guys make all conference, and we had eight guys on academic all, all all conference teams. So that was the main thing that we wanted to make sure these guys get education. Uh, we had three guys graduate with a three point five or higher. So uh, that was a big thing. But going into this year recruiting, we want to get more guys that fit what we try to do, which is playing more up tempo, um, recruit uh, trapping and and running and doing and you know kids want to play fast. So, you know, if you look at the uh, the D1s, you look at the NBA, they all playing fast, wide open, five-out offense. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, but the the difference, I think, this year is that everybody's starting to see the vision and the plan of what we're doing and believing in it more. And I don't mean just our shooting athletes. I mean, you know, when the president comes or somebody says, I see your vision when your guys are playing and they are a byproduct of what you're trying to do, 
that that's the biggest thing. We had we had to make sure we sell the plan and sell the, the vision of what we're trying to do, and that people are buying into it. So to see that kind of grow and get the excitement back to our men's program has been exciting. And Coach Cook, um, for his NAIA, I know in the D one level and D two level, you can offer scholarships. Uh, full of D D one, you know that guy can come up in D two. How was it in the NAIA for his needs based of getting guys to school? Which you've been a state university as well. And do y'all have like a radius we can get people in to get them the in-state radar, get a waiver, help guys not don't leave college in debt? Yeah, yeah. There's always we have a couple. We have we have several scholarships you can apply for. Uh, the, the, the Hornet rate, uh, but we stack our scholarships with our guys, so our guys have good grades and they'll get academic scholarship plus some some money from us. Uh, and then with you know we have a. a a program called Open Doors that we do NIL deals on those things too. So we try, our goal is to make sure people leave school without debt. Uh, that for me in my program, I think for everybody in our, in our, on our campus that way. So, you know, we have lowest tuition rate in the state of Kansas. So it doesn't cost, I mean, excuse me, state of Missouri, uh, which doesn't cost a lot to go to school here. So our, we're trying to get our enrollment up. We're trying to increase all those things. Um, you know, at HBCU, I think a lot of people just look at the, the culture as far as the step shows and all that stuff. But we have a great academic base here. And then we uh, we do, you know, we set them up for jobs when they leave. You know, uh, we, we make sure we do the little things to get them uh, to start after they get done playing here to get a, a jump on life skills and life life situations. So I don't think anybody last year owed any money on our team, to be honest with you. I think we stacked them up pretty well. And they left without owing money when they graduated or at the end of the year. So that was the whole focus, what we're doing. So we'll get a stipend from we'll get a stipend from an athletic, then housing gives you a little stipend, then you can stack up stuff too. So we have a lot of great, a lot of great academic scholarships or just regular scholarships that help the surrounding areas also. And Coach Cook, talk about the academic academic piece of it as well, because uh I know I'm a product of my my degree. My degree is in business. All right. It's like I like, got communications, but this business has helped me on off the air part of it. The only airport I know, I played basketball, played football, played baseball. So sports piece of it, I know I already know that back before. But the off the right. air stuff degree helps me with. So talk about getting them good internships, networking in St. Louis area, getting them in them great companies like O'Reilly, which is also in Missouri too, and helping those young men once the ball starts bouncing, have a career path once they leave Harris Stowe State University. Right, and that that's that's kind of been the big, the big focus point for uh, Dr. Latanya Collins Smith is that we want to make sure that we give them the right tools to be able to get a job when they graduate. So we do a ton of internships with Anheuser Busch, School of Business, our STEM research, our STEM department's done a great job. Uh, right now, I have a young lady who's international, but she's also doing internship with me to prepare her for when she graduates. Uh, and then I have another student. I call her our student liaison. She's wanting to go into sports administration. So she works with us exclusively while she's doing her master's program to learn how to do those things when she graduates to be able to kind of put that on her resume and get a, a jump on the start on what she wants to do. So uh, we sit down with a, a lot of our students and talk about, not just student athletes, a lot of our students talk about what they want when they graduate. And we'll, we'll try to find them an internship or put them in touch with somebody that can give them a job that can kind of get them a start on what they want to do in life. And that's the first time I've seen that in a long time in schools. You know, HBCUs, uh, I, and I only speak for Harris Stowe, but I know when I was at the PWI, that majority they didn't do those type of things uh, to help people get a start on the internship. But I know here, uh, everybody that I talk to, that's all we're trying to do. You know, Dr. Baker, who's uh, our VP of Student Affairs, uh, he's helped so many people 
get jobs and get their masters and get their doctors to go ahead and get a jump on what they want to do. Uh, that it's amazed me how they say he's their mentor. I mean, every time I talk to someone, they say he's my mentor. And we're out in the community. We're trying to meet people. We're doing a ton of community service, trying to get those internships set up to be able to help people get a start on life. And Coach Cook, I think that's, I think I'm, and you're doing something great. I think that's one of the HBCU downfalls. We don't do enough of the community service and outreach. We was all of it's word of mouth. Now, I've said this to many HBCU coaches I'll talk to offline. It's like, you have to get out of the community and touch people. Right, I didn't right. grow this show the way I did if I had to go touch people. There you go. Because yeah. I wasn't known, so I started touching people. And they yeah. saying, oh, yeah. it's what he's doing. He's trying to help. It. Yes. So you have to get out yeah. there and sell yourself and, you know, but sell it the right way. Not come off overbearing, but just say, hey, we're here's what we're doing. We're here to assist. Right. We're here to help and get your name out there. And then they'll, right. they'll resonate and they'll stick. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, you know, I'm also assistant athletic director and I'm over community partnerships and fan engagement. So for me, that's my job. You know, I'm always, you know, for the beginning of the school year, we had our sports go to different elementaries and welcome little kids back to school. Uh, we do a suicide walk. I know we're going to do a, a school back to school bash next week. Our team is, we also do uh cancer uh, walks we do uh, we're also meeting next week to have a, a high school pep rally where they come on campus and they'll talk to the teachers and we have booths and so we're basically just reaching out to these people and trying to get them to understand that we have to do uh, that we're here for you basically so we keep a chart on things and, and make sure that these guys know that we have to get back we don't want our, our kids come from different areas of the world and not giving back to the st louis community we want them to understand that we're, we thank you for embracing us, but we also want to give back and let you know we're here to help you also. Uh, I'm blessed to have 21 guys in my program that love that. You know, our young – we've had a young man from Louisiana, and, you know, you never know how they're going to react when you say, let's do this community service. First thing he says, Coach, back in Louisiana, I don't get to go out much, so I need to go out and see all these people and get to know people because I want them to come to our game. So we have high school bands come to our game and kind of play instead of – and play for our cheerleaders and not just play for – their high school, but also that's the way to bridge a gap. And then we do also a thing called Coaches Caravan, where all the coaches go to surrounding high schools and talk about the scholarships that we that we have available, and also what we're looking for in young players if you want to try to come play at Harris Stowe. So, and we partner up with our trio program to do that, where we're going to go and talk to the guidance counselors and talk to them at their schools about how we how they can get to Harris Stowe and what it takes to get there. I think if they know what we're looking for and what we're offering and what what requirements are to get in school. It makes it easier because some kids are just sometimes too shy or too or, uh, or hesitant to ask what it takes because nobody's graduated from their college. So they just assume they can't do it. So our job is to show them that they can do those things and they are capable of doing the things they want to do. We're just going to give you the pathway to walk down that journey. and We're going to walk with you. Yeah. And then I, I, for me, I'm my grandmother's only grandson, the grandchild to graduate from college. It's me. Yep. 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 She has my brother and I the only ones and I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. My brother and I are the only ones in our entire family to have degrees from college. We both have a master's. I hope to start working on my doctorate in a couple of years. Uh, I wanted to wait on that until I got the program going the way it was. But uh, I think when your players see you doing a lot of that stuff, they, they're inspired to do that. They're not just going to sit still when they, because you, you know, you model the behavior you want. You know, if you're out in the community, then the players and the, and the students are going to see you. I walk ar around campus. I don't just stay in the gym. I walk around campus to get to know people that aren't basketball players and, and ask them what they appreciate about Harris Stowe because, you know, not everybody can play sports. They may like it, but not everybody can play it. But if you, you find out what their interest is and you and you generally talk to them and speak to them, 
you never know what you're doing for them that day. You never know how they may look at you and look at the school differently because somebody spoke to them. We never know what somebody's going through. So I try to walk around campus two or three times a day, and then my guys start doing that now. I walk out, and I see them walking around speaking to people. Our jobs develop leaders, not just basketball players. So we want to make sure they go back home and be leaders in the communities also. Well, you got that right, Coach. That's just, man, um, for you. At what point did this coaching journey start for you? Like, when, when did you get, get get this bug to want to become a coach? You know, I would say I started, uh, you know, I was always, a, when I played the point, I always knew the game, and I always would sit and, and talk to coaches. But they would always say, there's not a lot of money in coaching, you know. And then when I, I, I first got married, I was a director of operations for a finance company. And I was making a lot of money, but I wasn't happy. And then I started the AAU program that, that it's just started. You know, I started developing four or five teams and I was always at the gym. And, and, and finally somebody said, you know, you're wasting time doing that finance. You need to go do something that you love doing. And I started, I volunteered coach at a college. And then when they started paying me, when I said, I might as well say I was still volunteer. I was only making 4,000 a year, but we had money saved up and I loved it. And then now, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't doing it. I just love being around our guys, uh, my wife, and I, all our kids are grown and we have grandkids. So it's just me and her at home, you know, unless the grandkids come. So they call her Mama Cook and they call me Papa Cook on campus. And we just try to spend as much time with them. But basketball is that is that avenue to be able to talk to them. But once we drop the ball, we still hold that conversation with them and we'll have them come out to eat. Or if I'm on the road playing, the young ladies on campus will call my wife and say, Hey, we want to take you to go eat. Can you talk to us about some things? So I think we all have a purpose and that's, that's our wife. My wife and I's purpose is to help them grow on and off the court, but also to be their, their parents for them when they're away from home. And that's how we use basketball to get to know them and talk to them and kind of just be that shoulder they can lean on if something's going bad. Yes, coach. I feel like basketball and football and baseball sports I play. Like, though, I, I love my parents, but having people like yourself and other mentors who really cared about me as a person to mold me and help me to this day, because I'm almost 40 years old. But it's like all the lessons they taught me, it makes sense now. <laughs> right, right, right. You know how many times I get a call and somebody says that? Or. You know, a guy say, I went into coaching because of you. And then he'll say, if I was as bad as these kids are with me, I apologize, coach. I apologize doing all that stuff to you. But the lessons that we learn, and, you know, they teach me. We had a team building exercise last night. I learned how to be a better coach just from what they were telling me, what they went through. Because not every kid's the same. Every young man is not the same. So I can't yell at this kid when I yell at another kid. I have to be able to reach this kid because – he may have just been raised by a strong woman, but he doesn't know how to interact with a, with a man because no man's been in his life. So I got to find a different avenue to speak to them and reach them and, and help them grow and get better. And, and that's the one thing. And the one thing I tell them every day is that I love you because a lot of these young kids don't hear that. You know, they're, they're just, hey, go play basketball. But I hug and love on our guys every day. We have a model where I yell out live and they yell out laugh, love, because we're going to live right. We're going to laugh often. We're going to love hard. And those things are crucial to me because when I leave, it's not about the rings or the wins and losses I have. It's about how it impacts somebody's life and they can pay it forward to somebody else. I want to be there for them. And, and those are things that I check on our guys. I, if I'm recruiting somebody and I don't get them, I still check on them later when they're at somebody else. Are you doing all right? You're going to class, you're getting your grades right. Uh, because I don't want them to be known just as a basketball player. Let's use basketball and let, not let basketball use us in this process. So, uh, it's it's a it's a mentorship that I enjoy. Uh, it's a life that I, I really em, embrace. And uh, you know, you have to be a special person uh, 
um, to be able to handle the, the the losses and still look at these guys and say you're more than a basketball player because that's what they see themselves as to get out of the areas they're in sometimes. And uh, I have to show them that yeah, there's more to it. Let's get education. Let's get our foot in the door of what we want to do. We have a young man on our team right now trying to start a clothing band. When we clothing brand, we set him up with a a place in town that does clothing, and he's already making his sweatshirts and selling them. And and now we're talking about it doing uh llcs and we're talking about doing the taxes and everything so our job is to teach them and help them get to where they want to be in life not just a basketball player no doubt coach i'll be honest coach i'll say if i could not run fast i don't think i would talk to you today if i could run fast that was my way out my way out be able to run yeah. and catch football i'm not gonna lie yeah. about that i feel like if it wasn't for that i don't know where my life goes but thankfully i was given talent to be able to run fast catch the football exactly they got yeah. me a scholarship, got me out. So yeah. it's like it's so some people don't understand it. It's that in a line for some of us. Yeah. yeah. Between and then, having a good life and a life we probably don't want to have. Yeah. So when a young man says if it wasn't for basketball, I wouldn't be here. I don't take it as he's all, basketball's end all end, end all to be all. He's using basketball to get out of that area he was in because he didn't want to be back in the streets. The streets are calling him. And we all have friends that say, hey, just come back to the streets, but he's trying to move forward. So I'm going to give him that avenue to play basketball, but I'm going to teach him those tools to use basketball. Hey, you know what? Somebody's seen you play good. Go talk to him about maybe work for him and help him out. You know what? You're going to be a camp instructor today. You're going to talk to these kids about why you should play basketball to get, if you need to get a, a, a break or get a release, go play basketball and find somebody that can help you get that scholarship. Because sometimes they can't afford school. If it wasn't for basketball, I wouldn't have went to school. I can tell you that right now. I went to, went to college because we couldn't afford it. And I was just mm-hmm. blessed to be able to get a scholarship. I couldn't afford to go to school. Back they didn't have all the things back then that they have now, all these grants, all these scholarships. It was either basketball or nothing for me. I had good grades, but I didn't have academic money to go there. So I was blessed to have a scholarship. And my mom played basketball. That's the only reason I knew I loved it because she played it. My father wasn't in my life. I didn't know all those things. But I learned through it. My mom said, you're going to do the financial aid on your own. I'm not going to do it for you. You're going to do this fast for yourself. And I learned how to do those things and give back to people. So you know, the journey's not over until they get where they need to be, but then the journey continues again because they've got to sow those seeds to give somebody else. And so you've never seen a desert flower. we got to go through those storms to get where we need to be. Yes. So the this, this flowers aren't going in the sand. So when we have bad years, bad seasons, bad, bad, bad wins and losses, I don't worry about it because I'm going to look at what they learn from those situations. And if – and I'm blessed to be at Harris Stowe that they understand that program of what we're trying to do on that. You know, they didn't win but two games in two years before I got here because you had COVID year, then there's two and 27. Well, we won, we won nine to 10 last year. They thought it was a great thing. Now, me being the competitor in me, I'm going, no, we can do better. But I understood why they thought it was a great thing because they seen all our guys made eight guys that made academic all conference. That's the most in the conference. And they all had 3.5s or higher. So, they see that. Well, you know, retention is a huge thing. So these kids are graduating. The graduation rate is great. So now we're not just selling basketball. We're selling how you can get a great education at Harris State University. That is the key in this. So you're just going to use the sports to get that education. And that's what we're trying to teach them. No doubt, Coach. Last one for you, Coach. Uh, I know you got some guys from Georgia on your roster. And talk, talk about recruiting Atlanta, including Georgia, and the talent of players you can get out of this state. I think people don't understand that how much talent is in Georgia, you know, because a lot of people just look at, you know, you look at Georgia, you look at Georgia tech, you look at Georgia state, you look at all those guys, all those schools. And there's other schools, obviously, but 
the, some of the talent gets left on the wayside because there's only so many schools they can go to there. You know, mm-hmm. like our, our big guy, Valdi Zephyr, he's Haitian. He went there. He said, I had to get out of Georgia. I had to because I wanted to start something new and learn how to live on my own away from home. And he's 6'9". He had other offers. He chose us. So what's that do? We treat him right and we, we do great things for him. Well, he's our recruiting piece. He goes back home and he says, you need to talk to Coach Cook. It helped me grow as a young man. It helped me get better. We try to go down to Georgia. Yeah, you got we're we're NAI, so we're not gonna go to the Peach Jams. We're not gonna go to all those things. We'll go and we'll represent. We'll put our name out there. But we also know we're not gonna get a five star guy because everybody wants to go D one. But we're gonna get a guy that fits what we do. Now the portal helps us with that also, though. The portal allows us to go get guys out of Georgia uh, and out of California that may not have thought about St. Louis. But Georgia is a hotbed of talent that people don't understand. You need to go down there. And you need to spend a week or two down there, and you'll understand, okay, I get it now. I get there's talent down there. Where else can we go? You know, we got we have a couple of coaches that, that talk to us and send us names every day from Georgia. And uh, we've been blessed to get two uh, to come here. And uh, they both – they were freshmen last year. Uh, they both played a lot. We're trying to make sure that they both start this year. But they're also track athletes. So they get track money too. So they're, they're, saving, they're saving money doing dual sports. And that's what we do. We work with other sports here to help them. If it, and some of the things help them grow off the court because they're in track. So they get faster, they get stronger. They're doing something the entire year. Uh, we plan to go back to Georgia in a couple of weeks, hopefully. And uh, whenever they get to this Juco, Juco starts having their jamborees. We can get down there and check out some players and and, uh, and see who's available for next year. We look for 24s, but we definitely want to get stay in that area and, and find a hotbed. My daughter lives in South Carolina, so I drive through there to go see her all the time. So uh, I'll stop and say, hey, I'm going to see you, but I got to stop and see some talent first and make sure we get some good guys. When I was in Juco, we had a ton of Georgia kids, and one of them helped us. He's Murrow, Georgia, Murrow, Georgia, and helped us win our first conference championship. He, he was a, a guard that came in, and uh, we had Coach McKissick down there to help us find some good players. No doubt. George definitely a hotbed coach. Cook. Well, definitely when you come through, I'll get your number offline, man. Maybe stop and have something to eat somewhere. Uh, you no know, doubt. Come, come down through here, no man. So, I, I expect that good food, by the way, when I when I give you that call. I better get that call. That call, you better say, I got a spot we can go, coach. We're going to take care of you. So. Coach, I, I, I got you already. I got something in my head already for you, coach. Already. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I will be down there because the two players, I told them I was talking to you today, they said, uh, you need to come down there, Coach. Don't just Zoom calls. You need to go down there and meet some people. So we're going to get down there, uh, and we're going to make sure we take care of everybody down there that we can recruit. And we're also just going to – you know, we're not just going to talk about our basketball. We're talking about Harris, though. You know, look at look at come and get a good education, and and hopefully we can bring some coaches with us, track coaches and women's coaches, and then come down there. We can just do one big swoop and just all kind of talk to everybody and get it going that way. No doubt, Coach. Let me turn my line, Coach. I look forward to seeing you down here in Atlanta. I got some spots for you, Coach, already in mind, brother. I appreciate it, my man. Have you have a blessed day. I love you, man. You too, Cole. Thank you so much, brother. All right. Appreciate it. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com. Or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. 
What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.